0: Hello everybody. Welcome to Four Your Run. I am Sean. I'm joined by Blair. And today we're kind of switching it up, kind of <laughs> switching gears. We have some questions from some people. We do. And most notably, the reason we're answering questions and taking this time is because this is episode 10. We made we made it to 10 episodes.
1: We have two hands. <laughs>
0: it happened.
1: <laughs> two hands of episodes. I can't when believe we, it.
0: When we started recording, I remember you, Blair, saying, if we make it to 10. Yep. And we, this we is did. it. It's Quite happened. easily, I think. <laughs> and we could just retire. I know if everyone retire.
1: else agrees, but. We could just
0: retire and ride off into the sunset, but I don't think you know, so. No,
1: that's. I would like a ride off into a sunset situation, but not yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> I feel like we, there's still more to go.
0: Right. Now we yeah. have to just
1: strive for like 20.
0: Right. <laughs> we we, we want to talk to at least four more people out there and uh just the
1: four yeah <laughs> we four. have our eyes
0: on four more of you out there
1: that's a lie we oh, like no. to interview all of you actually I know.
0: it's a real problem <laughs> there's two there's a lot of runners out there and i want to talk to all i of want them. to talk Bravo. to you
1: all i want to know everything
0: it's true it's very true um and to everybody who has stuck with us i don't even want to say it like that that insinuates that this is a real struggle.
1: <laughs> it's not. No. It's not. It's not. I to we appreciate you listening. listening. Yes.
0: Yeah. It's uh I think we've had a lot of fun, as you're sure all have. aware. <laughs> You've probably had a great time listening to me ask questions about everything in life.
1: No, I and I enjoy all of it. <laughs> I really just like having conversation really is what it is. And I think that is just the gift I've been given as a speech therapist. (laughs) I can have conversation and listen to conversation and just love the whole communication process.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, send a message.
1: Receive a message.
0: There's a real bad dad joke in there that this is speaks there? to you. I
1: really like a dad joke.
0: This, this <laughs> so podcast really speaks to you, Blair. That's
1: <laughs> you can. That's what it is. It is. It really does. Mm. I know.
0: <laughs> well, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna start Fire with away. with question one here. Okay. And so we we got asked, how do you and I? Yes. Prepare. to talk to people on this podcast what i'm just gonna let you go with that i mean because we know what our answer is and it's the same this is basically our preparation (laughs) process yeah
1: um basically sean and i will message each other your profiles (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. and we are kind of Kind of like this person has an amazing story or we are just so interested to learn more about the members of this running community. And so that's really how it starts. And then right. he will draft questions that he wants to ask and I draft questions that I want to ask. And then right. we really just let it fly. So mm-hmm. if those questions never get asked, we just are like, well, we're just going to okay, do yeah. part two with that person. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right.
1: So yeah.
0: and I don't know. Sometimes it's somebody out there posts a really inspiring or awesome post so
1: mm-hmm.
0: this is your own fault really if <laughs> if we're asking you to talk to us it it could just very well be that you just were too inspiring mm-hmm. in which case it's true you know, you brought this on yourself and, Well, and we uh, really
1: like learning from everyone. I think, you know, we've learned a lot in these 10 episodes and there's a I, lot more to learn.
0: What I feel <laughs> like is happening, Blair, <laughs> is I feel like that I am a child watching Mr. Rogers neighborhood oh, I love and that. I'm just being educated by everybody that has things to give and, um, There are things that I know I should be doing, but um, sometimes it's just best to hear those things and then go, fine, I hear the (laughs) words and I should be doing it. And this is a perfect little segue to another question that we were given.
1: Okay.
0: And if anyone listened to episode four with our friend Bobby, you'll know exactly that this is probably from Bobby. it was asking have i started eating kale Mm -hmm. and the answer is yes with an asterisk probably (laughs) yeah because i'm just putting kale into my smoothies so that it then gets blended into little itty bitty pieces so that my brain still says the smoothie is the color of fruit yes and it's not happening no but I have to say that since our episode with Bobby, that literally I did not lie in that episode. I said, I'm gonna start drinking smoothies the very next day. And for the most part, I think one or two days, and they've usually just been Sundays because Sundays sometimes you just are lazy and you just get some takeout and chill on the couch.
1: As a Sunday should be.
0: Otherwise, I've been pretty good. You have. And uh, I'm putting, spinach and kale into the smoothies. And thank you to Blair for getting me (laughs) on the (laughs) turmeric supplement bus. I'm also taking a turmeric supplement. Um, So, you know, my body is a temple now. That's right. And, you know, I'm just a beacon. For everybody, no, I'm not. I'm not. You are. Beacon.
1: You really are about the things that happen when you add a vegetable into your life.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: You know those shirts that say kale? Yeah, I'm gonna yes. get you one of those. Oh can no! That? <laughs> oh no! No! <laughs> Come on. Oh.
0: Maybe you could make a running
1: shirt that has to do with a vegetable slogan. Yeah,
0: I'm. I'm gonna now fueled go fueled by kale. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fueled by false kale
1: you're it it counts it counts you're still putting it into a smoothie yeah it makes it still you're getting the nutrients in the in the vitamins you also tried peppers the
0: I am which is new I'm eating some bell peppers and I've done raw and I've grilled them Mm -hmm. and there's a bit of a there's a bit of a texture with me uh, (laughs) when they've been grilled It's a work in progress, but um, there's there's a bell pepper in this house right now, which is very exciting, (laughs) which is a real upgrade, uh, a real upgrade for us. So, oh, I'm mostly laughing internally at myself at the concept that other people are like, this person hasn't had vegetables in their house. What are they doing? But no,
1: you know, we all, I think, have favorite food items. Mm -hmm. And as we get older, it's harder to branch out of routine and what mm-hmm. works?
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, i I <laughs> was trying. not I was not a good child when it came you know, to eating. So
1: I don't know very many children who really like vegetables. They are hard.
0: Yeah. For well, maybe sometime we'll have to have my mother on, so she can just tell everyone the stories of how I would sit at the t- the dining room table for <laughs> ninety minutes refusing <laughs> to eat a pepper,
1: green beans. That's mm. your one. You don't want to eat a green bean. No,
0: they they come back. <laughs> they are, they are like the scary movie. The green beans always come back. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, everybody. Yeah, you're welcome.
1: No, I know. Now you all have to share with us your least favorite food item.
0: Yeah, leave us a comment. We're mm-hmm. gonna so on one of the posts that we put up mm-hmm. with this episode. We'll yep. have to do a little. What are your favorite, least favorite vegetables? Maybe even some, some tips. What do you got? What are some ways that you sneak? And I, uh, no one else is probably, I mean, okay. Some That's people obviously are they, sneaking them in, but. Yes,
1: they are. I mean, I know I put extra stuff in my smoothie because it's mm-hmm. easier and it's on the mm-hmm. go. Mm-hmm. Vegetables are easier for me if I roast or grill them. It changes the flavor.
0: So my uncle over our last weekend. Yes. Told me that if we air, if we Are air, air fr-
1: fry, if we yeah. air fry
0: radishes, uh-huh. they kind of taste like mashed potatoes.
1: I've never tried that, but I will because we do have an air fryer.
0: So, just so we're all clear, <laughs> this is Sean giving you vegetable tips.
1: Well, that's great. Thank you for sharing. A, thank you, Uncle of Sean.
0: <laughs> yes, his name is Uncle John. So, thank you,
1: Uncle John. We yeah. appreciate your input on how to consume radishes. Mhm.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. I haven't tried it yet, full disclosure, but No, gonna, I'm sure. I mean, we're radishes are
1: that's a real big step.
0: That's that's a scary thing. Yeah, scary. that's a bigger like step the, than Yeah.
1: than some other vegetables. Yeah. yeah. I know we we do pretty good with vegetables. We like to Well, that's also because I don't eat a lot of gluten. So Right. You have to substitute like certain things. Right. So I like to yeah. pretend that Mashed cauliflower is very similar to mashed potatoes. <laughs> it's That's not. That's
0: dedication. That's some um, mental work right there. That's a lot of mental work.
1: And then what's the other one? Oh, we found um, heart of palm noodles. I know your face.
0: <laughs> I yeah. don't. So none of mm-hmm. those words make a real sentence for me.
1: So heart of palm <laughs> is like shredded into a noodle shape. Okay. And then you, you know, like zoodles, like zucchini noodles and yeah, like people yeah. were doing squash noodles, like mm-hmm. noodle substitution. Mm-hmm. We found heart of palm ones. Okay. And they are quite good. And we use them for like spaghetti and. That it's an option. Pesto.
0: <laughs> okay. I, I will say that. Um, yeah. My mom has done some pretty what i consider to be revolutionary things with zucchini she's made uh-huh. like zucchini cake chocolate cake chocolate yes, zucchini put it cake. It.
1: yes we've done that with muffins Ooh. that's how i sneak that in for the kids
0: that's pretty good it is that's good pretty good i think
1: anything covered in chocolate's
0: good yeah <laughs> so um. She makes uh, banana bread, but it's zucchini. She puts uh-huh. zucchini in her banana bread. Yep, I I eat that. There you go. And, we'll see. Um, you're getting a
1: vegetable. <laughs>
0: yeah, and she's done lemon bars with zucchini.
1: Oh, I've never tried that.
0: Yeah, yeah, and
1: interesting. I'll have to look that. They're up. all good.
0: They are. I I might have to just get some recipes and uh, relay them out into the world. Because uh, well,
1: if you're gonna try zucchini, we used to cover it um in parmesan and panko breadcrumbs and then mm, like bake mm-hmm, them
0: mm-hmm. and
1: those were delicious
0: that might be a they were kind
1: of crunchy and cheesy mm-hmm. again prior to giving up gluten and dairy
0: <laughs> oh
1: but you know yeah you can eat yeah. those you can eat gluten and dairy you should try it. that would be a good okay. way to have it and then you could i know you love dips so
0: much but that seems pretty attainable. I yep. think that might be something. And we have our air fryer. So, yeah, I think we could try that. I think that's a real thing. <laughs> I'm being honest. I, think I believe it's real.
1: you. We're gonna, I think... Everybody's going to start submitting recipes. <laughs> I know. <laughs> On how to get more vegetables in your diet.
0: I am now conceptualizing how we would do a podcast cooking show. That's mostly how would, and, and even more so, how would we do it? both of us being not in the same room like
1: (laughs) i'm thinking that i'd have to set up the computer in the kitchen
0: right Right.
1: and i mean there's definitely going to be like children involved so no one's going to want to listen to that episode (laughs) on their run (laughs) they're not going to want to listen to whose turn it is to scoop and pour Mm -hmm. the ingredient into Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. food we're making
0: right right
1: i think we could definitely come up with some fun like blender recipes and we could just Mm pre-make them and try them.
0: Yeah, I think there's really is something to it because I think so many people we have either talked to through the podcast or just seen people on IG that get halfway into a really like, you know, steep marathon training cycle, or they're really trying to increase their speed, iron deficiencies and all kinds of other stuff tend to crop up. So, um, yeah, I, I know that I definitely hit that wall whenever I was marathon training, I think like week eight, my whole body was just like, guess what? No more energy. We are done with energy. And so I started taking like a multivitamin to get iron. And I was already eating a fair amount of bananas, but it just wasn't enough. So yeah, there was like three days where the multivitamin was trying to, you know, my body really hard. My body yeah. was asking, why <laughs> is this in my, you know, why? <laughs> and uh, there were a couple of days where there was, you know, muscle fatigue and all that. But that's definitely a real thing. So that, well, that's, I, uh,
1: you know, I think that a lot of our ability as runners comes from what we eat and consume and hydrate. Mm-hmm. Like, that's like a pre foundational mm-hmm. thing. We all have to kind of figure yeah. out what works.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm going back to Bobby because he he does. I, I want to give props to him. He does mm-hmm. check in on me and, you know, reminds me, you know, that uh, we will only be the best version of what we choose to be which uh is you know about as stinking honest as it can get so
1: <laughs> it's quite um, deep bobby
0: <laughs> yeah yeah i was like man it's like a deep cut but you also like you know it's kind of like peroxide you know you have to put it on a wound yes. to clean it out and it's yep. gonna burn but you also are like i need it to burn because right. i know that it's doing that so yep Definitely was a bit of a deep cut, but I was also like, "Ah, it's deep, but it's true.
1: But you are making strides towards it. Like every little bit counts. So,
0: yeah. And I've been putting my legs up the walls after I run. It's my favorite um, new
1: thing to do, too. mm -hmm, mm
0: -hmm. I did it
1: before, but I really like it now.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: I've actually just started collapsing on the treadmill and putting my feet (laughs) (laughs) on the railing after the workout because I'm like, you know. That seems yeah. like a good idea. Sure. <laughs>
0: Nobody's disturbing me right this now moment. Now that it's over, I will fall to the ground. <laughs>
1: Basically, yeah. that's that's what it is since I'm mm-hmm. living on the treadmill lately.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've done two. So you got what? Gotta, I've done two questions.
1: Oh, my. Okay. All right. You so have some
0: over there, I right? do have
1: some questions. Yes. Okay. So how many pairs of running shoes do you go mm. through a year? Problem. This is Francis.Fazio. I really am sorry if I said that wrong. How many pairs oh, of running shoes do you go through a year?
0: Our first question was from Brenna, everyone, by the way.
1: Thank you, Brenna. Um,
0: our, our wonderful <laughs> episode two, fantastic human, Brenna. That was her. Yes. I will let you answer the shoe question first while I try to think about how well, many pairs of shoes I so have. So,
1: I know it's super I think a lot of people do it, but like, I try to keep track of how many miles like are in my shoes. And then Mm -hmm. I have two to three pairs that I rotate through. Yeah. I don't have as many shoes as some other people.
0: Um, Uh, Who would those people be Blair?
1: (laughs) Not naming any names, (laughs) (laughs) but um, I think I like for a long time, I would try different shoes and then I had a really bad, out of plantar fasciitis Mm, like really mm -hmm. bad yeah and so i think i'm nervous to like branch out into like other things because i don't want to like flare anything so i just tend to stick with what i know works which is like two brands of shoes (laughs) and like two styles of shoes within those brands yeah i just literally buy the same shoe in like three different color schemes (laughs) That's just because I rotate then I'm still rotating them and making sure that I'm not putting too many miles on them at one time. And
0: I think that's I think that's probably a really healthy approach. I mean, you know what your feet like and I don't think there's a problem with that. And I want to
1: be cool and try all the things, but I'm. I also
0: want to be cool and try all the things, and I I know but you do
1: actually do it. I often do,
0: but it's not that it always comes with the uh, the benefits. Um, My feet. This isn't. This is not meant to be step fifty-seven of Sean's running problems. this one is one i've actually been kind of trying to be proactive about i played basketball so much as a kid Mm -hmm. and through my 20s that i had just developed like probably eight layers of callus on the bottom of my feet so when i marathon trained for the first time i was getting blisters all the time because the bottom of my feet were just calloused yeah um so i've been i got a pumice stone and i got moisturizer and I've been slowly working through that to the point where I, it almost feels like my feet are back to being just like regular pieces of skin on um, I know the bottom <laughs> of your feet are supposed to be thicker don't get yes, me wrong I'm not right. I'm not trying to like go all the way down to the point that, um but yeah I had so many calluses on the bottom of my feet that I think changing shoes was just not a really great concept to work with pre calloused feet effectively. Right. So my feet are almost back to a place. And I went through, I had the same thing that you did. I had a plantar issue and I tried doing insoles and I was doing insoles through the last, uh, like 10 weeks of my marathon training. But then I was getting this issue where I was going, I was right? I was trying to rotate shoes. So I was trying to put the insoles into each pair of shoes, but then the insoles weren't perfectly forming to the insole of the shoe. So then I was getting calluses like on the inside of my foot. And then that caused a whole series of problems. So then I got away from the insoles in the shoes and bought plantar compression sleeves, which I think has been the happy landing point for me. Yeah. Um, And most of my blistering problems are going away, but yeah, I like shoes a lot. <laughs> um, yeah,
1: so I currently only have five pairs right now. Okay. <laughs> I'm like that's I'm like those are the ones that I like rotate through. So like yeah. I have ones that I wear specifically just for being outside playing with my kids. Cause yeah. you're not supposed to play and run and walk in your running shoes. Right. So I have those. And right. then my cycle of shoes that I'm working through as I run, um, mm-hmm. I have five, five active pairs of shoes right now in rotation. Yeah. And yeah, it just depends on what, how many miles, honestly, like if I'm mm-hmm. having a high mileage year, then I obviously need more shoes, but I haven't had yeah. high mileage years in a while. So yeah, I mean, how many shoes do I go through in a year? I don't
0: know. Right. Right. Ten, fifteen. 15. I had this false doubt in my head at one point. I don't that's the wrong. That's the wrong thing to say. I was creating a false narrative in my head uh-huh. that I was a graceful light gazelle <laughs> as I ran. The problem being that I am a six, eight, 200 pound human. Right. So I'm mostly like a Clydesdale just thromping yes. around as I run, even though I'm trying desperately hard to not to find that. Right. Um, so I, I've gotten to 400 miles on a few pairs of shoes, mm-hmm. but my shoes are usually kind of gassed out before like 320 to 350. I think that's is usually, a very
1: good estimate. Yes. For shoes um, for me too. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah, right now I've got, um, some Asics Nova Blast. I have two pairs of Saucony endorphin speeds. I have a new pair, of Pegasus 38. I've got- a pair
1: that like one of them's black and one of them's white?
0: Yeah. And everyone always thinks I put the wrong shoes on. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I did the first time. I was like, that's yeah. a unique uh, strategy. <laughs>
0: yeah. I walked into my PT appointment and they were like, Hey, guess who forgot what shoes they were wearing? And I was like, no, it's real. I was doing this on purpose. I did it on purpose. Um, I got those. I have some Brooks Hyperion Tempo. I've got uh, I've got a pair of Nike Epic Reacts. I've got... I should have started
1: counting. I think we're at 10. Are we at 10?
0: Uh, I've got a pair of Nike Next Percents that I still haven't. I've only worn them for races. I bought them in Chicago.
1: I re- yes. And, and so I I've, will have to tell everyone that I've never purchased any of those shoes. Mm. Not a one for multiple reasons.
0: Yeah. And I, I have, <laughs> I have pushed the endorphin speeds on a lot of people. Cause it was, it was the first shoe in a really long time that I put on and it felt like my foot didn't have to do anything. Like it uh-huh. was just, my foot just was built to be in the shoe right now having said that, I do know a couple people that have gotten them and it just doesn't work for their foot. And I totally Mm -hmm. get that. I have started noticing, and I think it's only in those shoes. And oh my goodness, through PT, I'm learning, Blair, holy crap. I'm learning so much (laughs) absurd. Nothing on your body is identical, right? Like the two sides of your face aren't, both of your feet aren't, how your legs work aren't. Um, the thing I'm noticing is if I really try to turn up the pace, which that's what those shoes are built to do. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's the shoes fault. I think it's my foot's fault. Right. I will get a blister on my big toe, like kind of right in between where like your big toe bends. On the bottom? Between. Yeah. Like oh, that not,
1: sounds terrible.
0: Yeah, it's in a really weird spot. And I got it. I don't even know it. how you get that. I don't know either. I (laughs) I try to pay attention so much to when I'm running, but I think what's happening is, so what I'm dealing with right now is I, through PT, we literally just discovered this yesterday, my right foot tends to um, have an easier time pointing down. So it's like lazier when I'm running, it points down more. And to everyone that is only listening, I'm now animating this with my hands for Blair. So my left foot is stable, but my right foot tends to land on the outside of the arch naturally because it's just lazier. Right. Um, So now I'm trying to be more mindful of landing flat on my right foot, too. And I think when you're being mindful of that stuff, you overcompensate for that stuff. So now I think I'm almost pushing off Mm -hmm. on my big toe more than I used. I used to wear out the outside Front outside part of my shoe on my right right foot, especially because I was always just like landing there and then rolling off of that. Now I'm trying to be mindful of my big toe kind of being a part of the equation of running.
1: It's true. And I think
0: that I'm pushing. I think that I'm like especially over accentuating. My big toes hitting the shoe, and I'm pushing through it with it. So, Mm -hmm. I again, I don't think it's the shoe's fault, I think it's just a bit of the mechanics of what I'm doing to try and be mindful of everything that's happening with my right leg, especially. So, right, um, I don't have any pair of shoes right now that I'm not satisfied with. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I guess in that respect, despite everything else that seems to be wonky with my running form and overall (laughs) stuff I can seemingly get my foot into shoes without too many issues um which is nice it's it's
1: I think it would be fun to try other stuff I'm just like yeah super hesitant to flare something up
0: and 100% and lately I've been trying to think about if my if my if my legs and my feet react better to stiffer shoes or spongier shoes. So yes, I'm, I'm trying to think about point. that more yeah. too. Um, yeah.
1: To determine if you're neutral or stability or what you're, yeah. and I feel like it changes. I know we talked about this on one of our other mm-hmm. episodes, but I feel like I, yeah, I it needed a, stabi- a stability shoe
0: mm-hmm. and yeah.
1: now I can be in a neutral.
0: Yeah. So, but anyways, that's just, and then I have, three or four retired pairs of running shoes that are like my outdoor, take the dog out, work in the yard types of shoes. Yes, I've also started, um, giving if they're the right kind of shoe, I give an old pair of my running shoes to my dad because he's just someone that, has always worn like steel toed boots his whole right. life. Cause he's yeah. done labor work his whole right. life. So he yeah. never understood that there were shoes that were built to like be comfortable. guy. <laughs> oh, <God>. um, <laughs> so I gave him a pair of uh, Pegasus 35s and we were working in my basement, which was a concrete floor. And like the first week he wasn't wearing any, he was wearing like old skater shoes that I had from a, my teenage years and they were just totally blown out. And then I gave him some 35 and he was like, my knees don't hurt. And I was like,
1: yeah,
0: (laughs) So now I'm basically recycling my shoes onto my dad. Um, and he feels bad about it every time. He's like, I don't have to, and I'm like, dad, are you aware that I have like 17 pairs of shoes for running and running related activities?
1: This is fine. I'm okay.
0: So, yeah, I'm now um, donating shoes to my dad, and that's been going well. So
1: Well, that's good. Mm -hmm. At least somebody's getting Mm -hmm. the extra use out of it who needs it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And uh, his one knee is incredibly bad. It got run over. He was in a motorcycle accident when he was 18, and his knee got run over by a car.
1: Oh, my goodness.
0: So, he needs some knee support when it comes to his shoes. So, I am happy to oblige, but... Mm-hmm. You got another question over there?
1: I sure do. So, go um, for it. What is your favorite SPF to wear on face or body during runs? And that's from Organic Runner 2014.
0: My favorite SPF is I forget.
1: That's terrible. <laughs> 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 well, goodness! Now we can have a whole other discussion.
0: If autumn, I will full disclosure, if my wife is with me, I will I will wear it because she will remind me because she is the sensible one. So (laughs) I do wear it whenever it's in my presence. But I often get to a place where I'm going to run and go, oh, shoot, that thing. And then I just burn.
1: (laughs) Well, I I live in Florida, everybody. So basically i'm covered in sunscreen 100% of the time
0: she's wearing sunscreen right now
1: actually i am it's part of my face (laughs) lotion nice (laughs) um and the other ladies in this community will attest to the fact that we're trying to keep our skin Mm -hmm. safe Mm -hmm. so um i vary again like your shoes i guess vary some sunscreens so the one I really like is, um, I'm going to say it wrong, I'm sure. It's Frey, F-R-E with the little mm-hmm. dash over the E. Mm-hmm. They make a really great kit as far as like a cleanser and moisturizer. And then it's its all for people who sweat. And I sweat.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: flash everyone, I sweat. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do like that one. And then yeah. I just purchased um, a mineral sunscreen from super goop Ooh, which is a fun way and they're um not
0: just goop super goop. super
1: goop yeah mm-hmm. and so they were having a sale and i love a sale who doesn't love a who sale doesn't? right right so I, I got a mineral one and then there was one with like a tint so you could wear it like Ooh. on its own or under foundation i know you're really interested <laughs> Blair. and i know
0: I come from two older sisters. I know you. My entire do. life has just been me going shopping with my mom and, and my then sisters. You go like, Ooh. I'm here. I can. <laughs> I can hear that. I, I can digest this. I can digest this.
1: And then there was one that was called. It was something about it like being. Um, I got it for Jay. was my husband. It's yeah. like. Um, it's like supposed to dry really clear and not feel heavy. Something really light, so okay. you don't feel. And I it's would, like yeah. a
0: because I already, I'm like you, I sweat a lot. So I already feel crummy without putting anything else on my person. So yeah, I'm going to look it up and see if
1: I can tell you the name, but it was, it was like a really, it was like a clean, so you didn't feel a Mm -hmm. ton of it like on your face at all times.
0: Yeah. I don't know. Those
1: are my, those are my, my ones. Um, and you would think that being a sweaty person i wouldn't need moisturizer but i do like my skin just like totally dries out so i do end up needing the ones with like extra moisturizer i'll get back to you on the name of the super group one but i can't remember what it was called oh here it is unseen sunscreen
0: (laughs) unseen sunscreen yeah so it's
1: um it's just like a Thinner one, so it's not okay. like super heavy. i I, yeah. I got that for him to try.
0: That I could definitely probably get along with because yeah, putting sunscreen on before you're about to go out for like a fifteen. The worst yes. part is yes. if you put it on and then it gets in your eye. Yes. Then you're just your whole eyeballs on fire. It for is, and that's why I think
1: those these two brands were the ones that like lately I've been. Mm-hmm. most successful with and then also making it part because I was like you for a very long time and then you know I'm getting closer to larger yeah. numbers <laughs> age <laughs>
0: and, well I will say that um one thing that I'd noticed, so I
1: noticed
0: I don't worry everybody Blair just had a little snafu
1: I did did I leave again
0: just a little one.
1: I know, y'all. Oh, my internet likes to freeze, Just and then I get stuck in the craziest.
0: It's great for me. Facial
1: expressions and the whole point. I can hear Sean the whole time.
0: Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna develop can't hear me. a code word. I'm going to like, I'll be talking on the podcast and I'll be like, yellow lemons. And that'll be like, <laughs> Blair,
1: think you're you- frozen. Blair's frozen. <laughs> well, maybe we just talk about something cold every, right. every podcast. And then that'll That's be true. the word you could just say yeah. frozen.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I like, well, I was, I was going to piggyback on beverage. your. <laughs> yeah I was gonna piggyback on your you know my dad is to the point, and I see plenty of guys in their sixties who are now out in like the great big uh sun hats, yeah because yes. their entire you know their doctors have been like, The sun has had its share, so please wear enormous hats when you're cutting your lawn, so
1: yes, no, and mm-hmm. i that's again, I love a hat, so hats yeah. also are my big. I use them for multi purposes, not having to
0: wash my hair. Yes. (laughs) And also also saving my
1: face. But I have had a number of precancerous markers, moles, Mm -hmm. spots that need to be removed. So,
0: yeah. Sunscreen,
1: y'all. That's the thing. You have to make it part of your routine.
0: Sign up for it.
1: (laughs) Okay. I have one more.
0: Go. Okay. Bring it.
1: This is from Kelly.
0: Our ever go? wonderful friend Kelly. Yep.
1: She's at Munson Smith, but she wants to know our funniest or most awkward race or run experience. Mm. I know.
0: Uh, okay, I've got two. And you they're, do? Both, okay, they're both. Okay, because
1: I it's so sad. I don't have a lot.
0: They're both from cross country days. Um <laughs> the, the first one is we were at it. So the, it was a county. It's called, it's what's called a County meet, which means that there were like 1500 kids. Yep. And the course was set up really poorly. And, um, it was like a hundred yard sprint to a fence that was like 10 feet wide. That sounds terrible. It's a really bad, it's a really bad call. So, I was, that was the race before the varsity race. So it was the JV kids. Uh-huh. And this one kid takes off like a, like a cannon. He was right in the middle, perfectly lined up for the fence. And he's just hauling the mail and he tripped right before the 10 foot entry. Oh, God. And it was just pure, chaos like because
1: he's a speed oh, bump at this point right
0: 1100 kids trying to miss this poor kid <laughs> oh and gosh. he i mean i will say this kid did not get dramatically hurt but he came back with like little spike holes in his person like he got stepped on oh he, he got,
1: no this is yeah. terrible
0: though so, but the, the visual Blair of him just sprinting and then all of a sudden he went down and just was, it was over. He was yes. gone. Yes, um the The second, my second favorite one, and so this is for everyone that has always like, okay, if you are a current cross country runner, do not subscribe to what I'm about to say. <laughs> This is how this is, we, disclaimer. this is how we did things. So our football team always used to. So the cross country team was very good. Um our cross country team won its division every year. We sent That's kids great. to states every year. We were like, we were like before Jim. You know what I mean? Like Jim yes. has assembled this mighty team. squad yeah. of, of you uh-huh. know, runners. But right. we had a coach that was kind of like Jim, was so inspirational and was just a good person. Mm-hmm. And um we, we were just super talented. Both our, our boys and girls teams were really, really good. And so our football team, who was typically very, very bad, didn't, <laughs> didn't like us because no. we were good, they were not. So they would be like, well, you don't even, your sport's not even a contact sport. And oh, goodness. so we had this inside <laughs> joke that we were gonna make cross country a contact sport. <laughs> And And apparently you did. Oh, we did. Yes, we did. Um, We used to practice whenever we would be doing training runs, we would practice elbows. So we would like put our hand in our fist together and then like (laughs) swing a bow into people. So like you had some torque and you could really get people. Um, So I was, I was in a race against our rival school, um, which uh, an IG friend of mine went to our rival school that I mentioned prior. Yes. She was not in that school at that time, but um, so we were at a meet against our rivals at our home course, and it was like two and a half miles in, and someone, I had this thing, and you uh, you kind of know this stuff already from me, Blair, that someone, like now, if someone runs by me, I wanna like go chase them down, or if uh, someone- Well, you have
1: to win, it's competitive. Yeah. <laughs>
0: So this one runner was like hovering around me the whole race. Like he would kind of get out in front of me and then not keep his pace and I would catch him and it would irritate me. And then he was just kind of like drafting off of me for like a half a mile and I was not here for it anymore. I decided I was done with this kid and there was this little, so there were like course marshal people to like make sure everything, you know, you weren't cutting the course and doing all this but there's one blind turn and it had two like baby pine trees at the time (laughs) so he's on my outside and i go around the corner and i remembered my friend dave teaching us our supreme contact sport elbows Mm -hmm. and uh so i was like we're gonna go around this corner and i'm gonna elbow this kid and i did I caught him real square right in the chest oh. and he flew into a pine tree.
1: <laughs> Is that not a violation of some kind during this race?
0: <laughs> I'm sure it was, but I was, it was, was, a there. It was a blind spot. There was a blind spot. And that was the second lap. So I knew that no one was there. And um, yeah, we got done with the race and the kid had like a big, like, um, like sap stain on his jersey and finished like four places behind me and i remember i got done with the race and i I found our team captain dave and i was like you see that kid like i elbowed that kid into a pine tree and he was like yeah (laughs) um so i will say and i'm sure that do not be surprised if I, i i won't be surprised at all if i get a message from jim following this of like that's not how we do things, Sean. I'm gonna I'm gonna get a coach talk probably from Jim about um the rules right, of cross it's country. Not, it's
1: not how we do things. But back no. then, you know, you could use yeah. that statement. Like back yeah. in the old days, kids. Yeah.
0: Back when I ran cross country.
1: <laughs> when I had to go over mm-hmm. the mountain to get to the school that I yes. needed to go to. <laughs> yes. Yes.
0: Uh yeah, I was fifteen, so um, we I all was make just, uh,
1: poor choices when we're fifteen.
0: <sighs> yeah, but I elbowed the holy garbage out of that poor kid, and uh, I beat him. So,
1: congratulations. <laughs>
0: I, I don't feel great about it in retrospect, but, but at the um, time you did. And hey, we got I got us those three extra points that they he could count. have taken. Every point so counts. Uh, you know, I'm just I, I feel like I'm probably going to get like five messages of like. What'd you do that for? And I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You were 15. But in, in the moment, I was. Hey, we were just making it. We were just trying to turn cross country into a contact sport. That's all. <laughs> so
1: mission accomplished.
0: Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. now I've given you some time to dwell.
1: Yeah. So mine. I don't get to race a lot because of the right the work schedule. My husband's mm-hmm. a firefighter, and so he's either going on shift on a race day or coming off shift on a race day. Right. So my experiences are limited. And because I run on the treadmill, if I'm having a awkward, funny, terrible moment, I have a bathroom (laughs) (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. quite
1: close nearby. So I haven't, Mm -hmm. I think the worst running experiences I've had would include like getting to a race too late to be in the porta potty line and then having to like rush to get to the start. That mm-hmm. is a terrible feeling. Like that I agree. I don't enjoy that at all. Yeah. And then also <laughs> I was running with Melissa and mm-hmm. um totally tripped.
0: <laughs> oh no.
1: So I am a tripper. I gotta say, it doesn't matter how hard I try to be like a gazelle. Um yeah, just I'm not. a tripper. It, it oh no. And it, we were running early. And so fun story. I have terrible vision. <laughs>
0: fun story i'm blind
1: but what's better is my night vision (laughs) oh no even worse so like
0: that's a shock it's a real shock
1: (laughs) so i just like i have to say that's probably why i don't run a lot in the dark like in those early morning hours i Mm -hmm. literally cannot see it doesn't matter what flashlights i have in my hand or gear on my body i just cannot like Oh, man. You can ask James. James is just like, yeah. he doesn't even let me drive that
0: much. <laughs> <tonight>. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: But um, yeah, so we were running through um, this really pretty area of Central Florida and it's brick. Oh, a no. lot of it is brick. So it's not oh, actually no. a fan favorite of Central Floridians because it causes issues. But I. Yeah. yeah. I bit it so hard. (laughs) I like, it was my knee, my hand. I like scraped entire material off the Nathan Mm -hmm. hand water bottle. I was holding, but I popped right back up and I was like, let's keep going.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Everything's fine. I'm fine. Yeah. But
1: then, um, I just remember like, gosh, you know how, when we used to fall as kids, Mm -hmm. we would cry. Mm -hmm. It really hurts. Oh, yeah. And it hurts so much more as an adult.
0: Okay. Uh, you just reminded me <laughs> of one, one more. I'll do it quick. It was also cross country. Uh, we did, I think, like a 20-mile run. And I was at mile 19, tired as heck. Oh. And the, we were, there was a new coffee shop where I grew up. And there were four motorcycles parked out front and me and my friend Phil, (laughs) my friend Phil and I always ran together and we were both really tired. It was like 9.30 or 10 by that point and it was like 85 degrees mid-August and Phil said something and I looked at him and then I ran into the side of a motorcycle.
1: That sounds right.
0: I knocked the motorcycle over. Yep. And I immediately (laughs) shot my head into the window (laughs) of the coffee shop and a very large man stood up and I got back to the high school faster mm-hmm. than I've ever mm-hmm. run a mile in mm-hmm. my life. Yep. And I still have a scar. I have one little scar no. on the top of my knee. <laughs> I fell and I just like shredded all the skin off the top yep. of my knee. Yep. And I got back and our coach was like, why, what happened? I mean, I had my obviously my hands were both like scuffed, yes. but my yes. knee was bleeding so yes. bad. Yep. And uh, every time I see that scar, I'm just like, that guy would have killed me. <laughs> um, but we just like, we sprinted. We like, mm-hmm. and we like, we did not go straight back because we were terrified that he would yep. find us. So like, we right. went into back neighborhoods and like, i remember phil was so scared he was so scared um (laughs) because phil was really short phil was like five four and i was at that time like six three or six four but phil phil thought we were dead he he was like we are gonna die this is so bad um but uh yeah that was that was so scary um but yeah yeah i also have fallen and
1: that's yeah that happens a lot yeah i don't know if it's our
0: height issues but I like to think it is. <laughs>
1: well, And I think we've talked in other episodes too, about how like on the treadmill, like I have to be really conscious about like being back, you know, yeah. like, yeah. because yeah. I will step right on that. <laughs>
0: <cover>. I agree. <laughs> yeah. And then you really do almost die.
1: I do because I'm, yeah. I scare myself number one, cause it's yeah. not tread anymore. And then it's, you know, still going and it's yeah. over.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I will say, uh, we're going to do a little speed session here oh, so we go. can okay. Lightning wrap Yep. But go. I will say AKB training, AKB yes. dot training. My friend Elena asked if Autumn and I run together and yes. you just made me think of this because I am tall and Autumn is yes. not. And Autumn always used to think that running with me would be impossible because my legs are nearly all of her person. <laughs> um, but when autumn first started out running i was more than happy to do easy paces so we did run together quite a bit um near the beginning we have run a little bit together but typically anymore um especially right now autumn is on the the mountain of marathon training and i am on the um trying to figure out why my right leg is a filthy uh bum so Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. autumn is autumn is kicking some butt and I am on the, uh, get back to trying to kick butt wagon. So that's okay. Yeah. We all have been there. uh,
1: (laughs) You're going to get back.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, another one from our friend Kelly Munson Smith. She asked what my favorite star Wars character is. And this is super perplexing to me. The first thing that I say is probably Boba Fett just because his outfit was always so awesome. And he was one of the first characters I saw in Star Wars. My older cousin watched Star Wars. I got introduced to Star Wars via him by like walking into his room one day and it was on. And I was just like, what is that? Mm -hmm. And I saw Boba Fett. And he's not a big player in any of the movies. No, not really. His helmet is awesome. His backstory is pretty awesome um so and we always had this pl- like little thing as kids that um and here's the best part blair in the mandalorian
1: yes boba fett comes it. back yes
0: so boba fett didn't die no. so as kids we were know, always spoiler telling, alert. <laughs> yeah, as kids all of my friends except for one were cons- like we all were like boba fett is dead he fell into the pit of the beast and like return of the Jedi he's dead he died right so my our friend from childhood is probably relishing the fact that Boba Fett is not dead so
1: well and he's supposed to be potentially the new chapter
0: Uh uh-huh yeah I'm excited I'm super pumped yeah 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 so we were all really convinced that Boba Fett was dead Mm -hmm. and he's not and I am here for it (laughs) (laughs) sorry everybody Um,
1: I don't have a favorite. I like Star Wars, but I don't know that I have like a favorite
0: character. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of wanted to answer in a way that would make a lot of people mad and be like Anakin as a kid because everyone hated the first movies. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not the case.
1: No, I don't know if I have a favorite. Yeah. I just like them all. And we enjoyed, we just restarted the Harry Potter series. So that was cool. I, yeah, Mm -hmm. we started that again last night. So I always like to relive the series again. Yeah.
0: Yeah, So do I, I'm a big fan of that autumn. Not so much, but I like rewatching movies a lot. I do too. I'm a big fan of that. So I do too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the only last one is, uh, Jeff runs wild. Yes. Asked who does our design work.
1: Oh, I know that one.
0: <laughs> I, I I, do. I do that the would design Sean. work.
1: Sean does actually all the work. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really contribute anything.
0: <laughs> Where, as we have already concluded, you contribute your laugh. And that is more than enough for many people. And... Um, you, yeah. you certainly contribute your equal ability to speak forever as Okay, I that's do. right.
1: Okay, I'll take that. I will contribute yes. my loud laugh, and you're yeah. welcome, to your ears as you're running. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you're laughing, too. Yes. <laughs> um, and I'll take that I like to talk. That's yes. definitely a...
0: So, what I'm going to do is I'm going to wrap mm-hmm. this up by saying one thing, and okay. that is what Blair does contribute to this is <laughs> when I... So I was thinking about this podcast for a year. I didn't really know what to do with it. I was thinking and thinking and thinking about it. And then I finally, Blair and I started talking more and more about other stuff. We got to the point where Blair and I got on a Zoom for the first day where we were (laughs) going to talk about doing this. And we ended up talking for 45 minutes. But in that conversation, I said, I know what I want this podcast to be. Blair, what do you want this podcast to be? And you said verbatim. I didn't tell you what I wanted it to be. I (laughs) knew in my head what I wanted it to be. And you answered quite literally everything that I wanted it to be, which at that point then knew that this is what had to happen. This is
1: what we needed to do, that's right.
0: And here we are.
1: And here we are, 10 episodes later. Yay, round of applause, everyone. It's a soft applause because I it's don't really know clap. how loud it it's is in clap. your ear. We're golf clapping. <laughs> and I don't want to like blast out your eardrums and whatever it's you're true. listening to.
0: <laughs> it's true. But yeah, so we've made it to 10. We have done a QA. and a Please ask us more questions. We, we love this are more than yes. happy to answer. Right. Yep. And uh, we will get back to more guests coming up after this one. The first nine that we've talked to, thank you to all of you. Thank you. Yes. For thank coming you very on. much. Yep. We appreciate it. And we can't wait to talk to more people and keep this thing moving. Thank you, my friend. Thank you. I appreciate you. Happy I can't 10. wait to keep going. <laughs> all right, everybody. Until See next time. See ya.